guys. Welcome to the Naeem Fazl Podcast. This is Vinny speaking, your host. And if this is your first time joining us, we are in the middle of the Kristen Mockler Young takeover. And so I got Kristen here. How's it going, Kristen? Hey, guys. It's so good. And I'm so excited for today's episode. It is so much fun. Not only has this season been fun, I am telling you, if you need some fun in your life, if you need some happy or some joy, <laughs> ooh, this is the right episode to download because... I'm interviewing Brittany Estes today and she is pretty much like sunshine in your pocket. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like the song. Yeah. Just like, like the song. There's some people that just like walk, I feel like through life and they just like carry it. Like, like a song just follows them with yes. them. Like everywhere that you like that you walk, they walk past and you're like, wait, did I just hear like, you know, this song playing? Music? It, <laughs> no, that was just them. That's just, it's like a movie. You know what I mean? It's just like the music just goes, is this, so you're saying this is how she is. Yes, this is Brittany. I've actually been told, I have been called myself um, a human disco ball. And I think that it was actually not a compliment, even though I've adopted it as one. And I would say that Brittany is, I mean, the same, very similar. She is just like a walking rainbow. I mean, she just brings happiness to the whole conversation. We get pretty real a couple a couple times, but even in that, she just has hope and positivity. And I think our listeners are really, really going to enjoy my conversation with her today. Awesome. Well, I'm super pumped for it. And uh, if you're ready, we can jump right into it. Let's do it. All right, guys, we are back with Turning the Gem Sessions. And I'm so excited to bring you my guest today from the very get-go. First of all, I need you to know that she has pink hair and rainbow hair. And it is just the perfect, like, looking at you is so perfect for your personality. So I need to introduce <laughs> y'all to Jabritney with the silent J. <laughs> Yes. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Me and the pink and rainbow, all, all of it, all of it. <laughs> like your nails are rainbow. You are wearing like a neon shirt. Everything is just so happy and joyful. And I'm so glad you're in my life. That's actually how I found you is you put a post on Instagram that said, um, tag somebody who is sunshine in human form. And somebody tagged me yes. and you in the same comment. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. But then I thought, <laughs> I have to go see who, like, who are these other people? And I found you and started following you absolutely immediately. That's actually when I started following you too. So I feel like <laughs> that was kind of selfish on my part to put that out there. Cause then I was like, oh yes, you're right. I want to follow them. Oh yes, you're right. I want to follow them. It was them. brilliant. Like, yes, it was brilliant. Yeah. I did a quick uh, scroll of your, of your Instagram feed. And I was like, okay, I see pink hair and bedazzled things and crowns. <laughs> And she speaks yeah. in like full on pink suits. Like, I love this girl. I have to I do. Her. <laughs> I do. I do. Fun fact, this last week, I changed my pink suit into a pineapple short suit for an event I was at. Because I was like, why, why not? It's summer. You can't wear the full suit. You got to make it shorter in summer. <laughs> I just need to know where you find all these things because it's so amazing. <laughs> On the web. <laughs> On the web. Listen, I keep telling our listeners, if you use the internet right, it is a magical, magical place. It so is. You have no idea. There's no idea. There's so many things out there. Goodness gracious. That's if you're grumpy I'm about it, you're doing it wrong. Yes, right. Yeah, that's yeah. where I find all my magical rainbow stuff. It's just on the web. Just look for fun things. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's it, guys. Do the Google for fun things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. So tell us about, tell our listeners who may not have found you yet. Um, tell us about you. Yeah. So, um, my real name is actually Brittany, but I do go by Jabritney Estes on social media. 
Um, my husband and I were high school sweethearts. We met in like fourth grade, started dating in high school. And this July, we will be married for 16 years, which is so crazy. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, he's a children's pastor. We currently live in Jackson, Mississippi. And that makes a lot of sense because we have seven children, (laughs) five biological and then two adopted. So yeah. Um, I spend my days watching them currently they're in the next room and I'm like please stay quiet please stay quiet podcast. <laughs> here's um, a screen and a snack <laughs> yes, uh, yes and I'm like just shh, it's okay it's okay <laughs> um so in between that I'm um a life coach so I help women and um I speak and I'm currently working on my first book so yeah you are so exciting yeah yeah I know oh my gosh it's crazy I can't it's, wait to read it I'm so excited well, it's with an agent. And so we're working to pitch it to publishers, but I feel like God said, this is a thing and it's going to happen fall of 2021. And so I don't want to be like Sarah and laugh at God. That's kind of the scripture he gave me. So I was like, we're just going to believe. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. You're like, I'm going to laugh with God, but maybe not at God. Like, let's right, 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 right. <laughs> Yes, for sure. <laughs> uh, okay. And your thing Whenever you go on your Insta stories, you're like, hey, besties. And I'm always like, hey, besties. <laughs> I feel like I talk back to you on my phone. But you have nice. bestie bags and you have this whole like bestie club. Oh, like, tell yeah. us about that. Okay. So that actually started because I was in the process of working on getting an agent for my book. And a few agents were like, I'm sorry, your following isn't big enough. You need to have thousands upon thousands of followers. And I hate the term followers because I'm not a figurehead. Like I'm going to be the first person to tell you that I'm going to fail. So don't look up to me. Like that's just not a thing. I want to be your friend. I want to come along with you, but I'm not one to lead and you follow. Let's do it together. Um, And it really just kind of made me upset because I was like, but like my people, like it's an actual community. Why does it matter the number? And so I was like, why don't we just turn this on its head. I would rather have friends. So what if we could take back the internet and do it like we used to do it, where we would go on there and look and see what people's lives were like. Like I knew your children, I knew what was going on. And so I'd comment, Hey, Kristen, this is so amazing. This is blah, blah, blah. Like I know your life. Like why can't we have that real connection rather than let me put up this standard photo that's really photoshopped and pretty and makes me feel bad because my house isn't clean like your house isn't and you're getting paid for this content and blah 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 all this stuff I was like I've had enough why don't we just have fun again why can't we be friends again and I set out to make it fun so there's really no strings attached I was like hey let's be besties like let's do this on the internet let's find community you give me your email and your address I'm just going to send out fun stuff because and then it kind of morphed into every time I traveled, I was like, I'll meet random people and find out who you are in your story. And here's a bestie bag. Like, let's just, let's be friends. Why not? I love it. I love it. People need people. And I think we all have this craving for relationship and, but also just to be known. Like I watched you a couple of weeks ago. I think you were flying and you were handing out bestie bags randomly at the airport. And I was like, Oh, I just wish I could just be a fly on the wall and watch (laughs) these interactions because I am so sure that you made people's day, not because they were like, oh, now I have like a legit friend that I'm going to be in relationship for forever, but you saw them like people were seen as people. And I just think that is so amazing. And people need that so badly right now. 
right. I had the thought, like, what if I could leave people better than when I met them? Oh my gosh. Like, yes. So good. I mean, we've had, we have all had a horrible, hard year and a half, two years, whatever it may be. Some people are still in the thick of it. I mean, life is kind of getting back to normal, but we're still weary and drawn out from all that has happened. Sure. And I think like, I'm struggling. I don't want to give you more of the struggle. Why don't I try to lift your day and make it better than make it harder? Like, why, why would I want to do that? So yeah, let's just have some fun. Let's spread some joy, you know, and it can be so easy. It can be that easy. I think like, I know I can tend to get overwhelmed because I'm like, oh, I want to make the world better. And so I have to have all these plans and all these things and do all this big stuff. But it really is as simple as seeing someone. Yeah. I mean, it can take 30 seconds. And it honestly makes your day better. Like that's what I found. I was frustrated the day before I decided to take the bags and travel with them. I mean, I had already had the bestie club, but I was just downtrodden. I was upset because I had lost some followers. And in this Mm -hmm. idea of getting a book deal, every person counts. And the Lord was kind of like, but you're looking at it the wrong way, Brittany. (laughs) Like That's not how it needs to be. And so I just shut down social media for the day. And I thought, but what if I just spread some joy to everyone I saw? Like, what if I took it on the road? And so I just kind of did it. And each person that I talk to, it was kind of awkward at first to be like, Hey, I do this thing when I travel and I hit up <laughs> like right? we all are mad. Imposter stuff. syndrome so bad. You're like, what am I that doing is- as it's coming out of your mouth? <laughs> no. I was like, here's this. And each person was like, Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. This is so fun. And I didn't care if they followed me online. I didn't care where this went. It was just a fun, like to see the smile. And all of a sudden it was like, okay, like my day was so much better because I brought joy to someone else. Like I stopped focusing on myself and what I am and what I'm not and me. And I started focusing on another person and how can I make them feel better? And all of a sudden it was such a joy builder, you know? Yeah. And I bet it's not even about, I am so curious now what's in the bestie bags. You don't have to reveal your secrets if you don't want to, but I bet it's not (laughs) even about the bag. It's like, it's just that acknowledgement of like, Hey, I was noticed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just some fun little treats. Like I do send, when I send out packages, um, in the mail, like, so when people sign up for them, um, I just go shopping and I'm like, what would I like? What would I like to send a bestie? And so if it brings joy to me, I'm like, all right, buying this. And so I have like a drawer of things that I just kind of pull from and I send them cards and stuff. Like, I mean, every bestie bag comes with confetti because duh, obviously (laughs) (laughs) it has to, um, and a bestie bracelet, but from that point, it's just kind of whatever. Yeah. I love it. And that to me is one of those things where I feel like I'm not one to credit God with like every single action that we take because we have free will. And that means that we can make choices, you know, like if I sneeze, I don't think God's like trying to teach me something necessarily, (laughs) but I do think that these are probably moments where when you're just shopping for random things, I am sure there are stories of people that were like, this was my favorite thing. How did she know? Or like, this is totally, you know, I bet God like guides that personal shopping and getting stuff that I hope, you know, speak to them personally. I I literally pray over each one that I do. And as I write the card, um, I stop and take a second and just say, okay, what do I think this person needs to hear? Because I only know you as much as I can see you online. So I don't know. I also don't know what it's going to be like when you receive that package. Sure. But I'm kind of like, I don't want it to be generic and, and whatever. Cause that kind of defeats the purpose. Like, you know, you, we're, if we're friends, 
then I really want to know your life and I want you to be involved in mine. And yeah, so I'm just kind of like, all right, Lord, like, let's do this. Let this person feel seen and loved and known today when they get this. Yeah. And I totally think that the Holy Spirit intervenes in those moments. Like that's one of some of my coolest, coolest, like, oh my gosh, God used me moments where that exact same thing where I'm like, I'm going to sit and I'm going to listen and you're going to tell me the words. And even if it doesn't make sense, I'm going to put it in this card or I'm going to send this text. Yes. Yes. And it's so great. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> All right. So you are not like technically in ministry the way people would think about like for being sure in ministry, you know, you're on a for church sure. job or whatever, but God is obviously using you. So talk to me about what it's like to be used by God, like outside of the quote unquote ministry box. Yeah. It's funny. You should say that because a couple of years ago I was um, a women's pastor at a church okay. and I just, felt like God was kind of saying like that time, it's like a short training ground period. Um, Mm -hmm. I loved it. I love the women. Um, I still miss them to this day in that ministry, but I felt like he was saying, okay, now it's time for you to be with the big C church, not the small C church. Like let's help more people. Um, just because no matter how good your church is structure, whatever, there's always red tape. Like there's things that you can do. There's things that you can't do. There's, you know, all this stuff. And I felt like he was saying, this is, something I need you to do differently. And, um, I was like, all right, I'll just say yes to whatever that is. And I decided wherever I am online, I want that to be a place of hope for women to find freedom and, um, joy because the internet can be so soul sucking sometimes. Mm -hmm. And in the last year, we found that that's where a lot of people are because you can't meet in person. So where do you go online? Right. Um, so I thought, okay, I'm just going to take this opportunity to use it as a ministry and to just build people up. Um, in my life coaching, I help women um, through freedom and breakthrough um, wherever they may be stuck at. And, and so it's just kind of bled all across the line. So it may look different than what normal ministry looks like, but it is still the good hard work. I want to meet people where they're at. I want to be with them. I don't want to pull them up. I want to sit with them and be like, okay, let's do this together. Let's yeah. get out of this, you know? because that's, that's where you need the help the most, you know, does it make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it totally makes sense. And I love the big C church and the little C church. I'm on staff Mm. at a little C church. I'm on staff at a church, but my heart has always been for, but especially in the last couple of years, watching people leave or question things. And I'm all for questioning things. And I'm even for leading the church if you need to. Um, but my heart and my, has really been a burden for the big C church of like, God, what are you doing? Because you're working outside of just my church. And that's where I think church staff can get tricky is the people that get very focused on what's happening within their building or within their people or within, Mm -hmm. you know, their one way. And I'm like, y'all, we're all on the same team, like this church and the church next door and the church, you know, downtown and the church, like way out in the country, they all look so totally different. But if we can come together to go after people, big C church as one, like how much more impactful are we going to be? Gosh, right. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of the breakdown is, is it's not this church is doing this. So we need to be like this church. It's like, no, we all should be (laughs) together because if one of us fails, we all kind of fail. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, that's a real struggle. And I think we're seeing that right now in the church, um, especially um, I think also a lot of staff members are just worn out and tired and beat down. And yeah. so they're leaving because they're just like, I just can't anymore. And yeah, I think that's, this is the season of ministry to look non-traditional. So step into those roles and see what it can be. 
I mean, I found myself a lot right now ministering to those women in ministry. Like, how can I help you in this season? Like, I know what it's like behind those doors. I know how hard it can be. So let me fuel you so you can do the job and finding ministry in that. Like it's, these aren't my people, but those are my people to help equip them to go out and lead the others, you know? Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Yes. I'm like, oh, well, this is why we found each other because holy moly, it's a whole new kind of heart right now. Right, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's true. I think a lot of people in ministry, official ministry or non-official ministry, yeah. you know, whatever are tired because we're trying to reopen our churches. We're trying to bring our communities back, but also looking at, okay, this is the way we used to do things. And this is how it used to work, but maybe it doesn't anymore. So trying to be creative in what do people actually need and what should church look like and how do we do it all? And yeah, we've got the old people and we've got new people and like, how do we make everybody not happy, but kind of, you know, yeah, it's just a whole new, yeah. Kind of hard, I guess. Um, so much so. Yeah. Cause there so wasn't a break like during COVID during lockdown, y'all didn't get a break. Right. <laughs> it was all right, let's pivot. You know, like off the free pivot, pivot, the couch. pivot. <laughs> and the couch never moved. Right. <laughs> so, the, and then doors open back up and it's like, okay, well now we're tired from that. Let's find a new way to reach the people because mm-hmm. the old way really and truly isn't cutting anymore. And that's okay. Like that's totally fine. Right. But how do we do that and meet people where they're at? Cause they're exhausted too. So yeah. 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 It's, and the heart is okay. If your heart is in it. And I think that's where I just keep like, like I told my husband the other day, I was like, Hey, so I love you and both of our daughters, but like, I'm going to run away for 24 hours. I'm going to come back reach, but I yeah. legit need a hotel room. I, like I just need to disappear for my own mental sanity because I don't want to quit because it's hard. My heart is so in it for the big C church, for the people that need people, mm-hmm. for the people that are questioning. But yeah, we do have to figure out a time to like refresh sometimes, I mean, you know? Yeah. I mean, even like Elijah, we see in the Bible when after he had done such a great thing, called down fire from like, this was a huge moment and he was working and showing like, God is real. Then he was all depressed and sitting under right. the tree and the Lord was like, take a nap. Like have a snack. It's fine. Take it. yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. You're good. It's okay. Like you need those moments and that's totally okay to do that. But yeah. um, yeah, when God's called you to it, like you can't do anything else. You know what I mean? Like you're kind of like, right. this is what I, this is what I got to do. I find myself right. all the time. I'm like, oh, I can't get distracted. This is, this is my purpose. <laughs> right. And even when it's hard and I think I want to quit, like deep down, I know that I don't, you know? Right, right, right. That my, I actually had a friend. So I quit my book one day. I was so frustrated. Yeah. I was uh-huh. so upset. And I was like, I'm done. Uh-huh. She was like, that's okay. You can quit today. We'll come back tomorrow. And so that. then she, she marked me tomorrow. And I was like, I'm still done. And she was like, <laughs> you can quit today. And it was like a day or two later. I was like, Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> day I'm back. Yep. So quit for the day, but don't yep. quit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so I have, I hate when people ask this question, but I'm going to ask it to you anyway, because I really genuinely okay. want to know. So you do all of these things and you speak and you do reels and I love your reels and they're so funny, <laughs> but I want to know, and you're writing and now the book and you're speaking and you're a wife and your mom and all these things. So, I mean, like the the typical question is like, how do you find time to do it all? But I think what I really want to know is how do you find the time to do the fun things? Like to me, 
I love social media and I have a list of ideas. I'm like, oh, I could make a reel about this. I've literally never made a reel, not one. I'm like, I could write a post about this. I could story this. I could do all these things. Yeah. But because they feel like not essential, I I, I never get to them. Does that make sense? Right. I'm always yeah, yeah, doing yeah. like sure. the quote unquote important things. So how do you balance all of that? Like, how do you make sure you work that in? Well, okay. I don't know if you're an Enneagram girl, but yes, I'm an Enneagram girl. And okay. What are you? Oh yeah. I'm a three. Okay. Yes, that seems very three of you to yes. say all the things. <laughs> I'm guessing you're a seven. I'm a seven. So <laughs> I want like you're like, how do you do all the fun things? I'm like, how do I not? Like how do I right, do all the fair. things? Right. Um, okay. But I found that okay, I mean, I don't do all the things. I fall down on a lot of things. But in order to keep going, I need to do the things that are kind of life giving to me. Reels are just fun. Like I started at first thinking maybe I should do them to get a point across and to do this. And that's great. Sometimes they do land like that. But other times I was like, I just want to laugh. I just want to have fun. And I mean, you, you come to my page, that's what you're going to get. You know, people tell you to have a niche and I was like, how do you tell a seven (laughs) to pick one thing like that? It's just not true. Um, So I just decided you're going to come to my page to find joy and to laugh. And you know what? You're going to get some depth in there too. That's just Mm -hmm. how it is. So maybe it's a slow burn. Maybe it'll take off. I don't know. So reels just kind of clicked because I was like, I just, I want to have fun. I'm okay with looking stupid. And I love it. I think we all need that. Um, So just doing those things that bring life. Sometimes social media does not bring joy to me. Like this last week, I took it off because I was doing our church's summer fest. And I thought I cannot add any more brain power yeah. to anything else. So right. I'm just not going to do it. Um, but just, I don't know. I, I guess I consider them rewards. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like that's myself, a good idea. You know? yes. Like if I sit down and write this, then I can go to the pool for the afternoon. Okay, great. If I you know, do this, then I'm going to make a reel, you know, yeah. I, I guess you just have to do it. <laughs> bribing your own self. I love that. So right. Much. I'm really good at bribing <laughs> myself. <laughs> that works for me sometimes too. That works for me sometimes. So I'm like, Kristen, if you can drink three big glasses of water or maybe one, if we're cheating, then you can drink this other thing that you really want to drink, but first put it in the water. Right. I know. I know. It's always coffee and water for me. And I'm like, yeah. I've had enough water to drink more coffee. Mm. Yes. yes. <laughs> You're like, maybe, but maybe the ice will melt in my iced coffee. And then that also counts. water. Yes. Also mm. water. I like where you're so talking that. about <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your fun, but also depth. I'm going to like, we're going to dive in here for a do second. It. Let's do it. Do you ever fear that people won't take you seriously? That is so funny. You should say that because that was literally a struggle. I still deal with it. Um, but probably up until last December, that was my fear. And I would always do like the fun thing. And then I would have the deep thing. And I didn't understand. It wasn't until a friend was like, ask God, same friend who was like, you can quit today. She's just, she's a steady in my life. And she always brings me back to Jesus. I know. Um, and, uh, she was like, ask God, what his favorite thing about you is. And I literally, when I asked and I just sat in that moment, I saw my daughter who's now nine. She was twirling around dancing. She was two years old and just the joy that she had. And I felt like I was saying like, this is my favorite thing about you. Why do you have to separate the two? And Mm. um, I think he's uniquely equipped me to bring the fun and to bring the depth 
and they can come together because some people are all deep and that's fantastic. That's yeah. awesome. Some people are all fun and that's fantastic. And that's awesome. But he's like, you can sugarcoat it. You can get them in and then we can teach them just like my whole bestie club thing. I want to talk to you because I'm your friend. I don't want to come yeah. to you as a stranger who has no right to speak into your life, but we've yeah. gone through the fun. We've done the deep. We're going to get in together. So that was a huge struggle because I don't want people to think I'm only fun. I'm only lighthearted. There is no depth to me, but then all of a sudden it was just kind of like, okay, I'm just going to do what I can do. And all I can yeah. do is, is to say what I know. And sometimes it's going to be deep. Sometimes it's going to be fun, but a lot of times it's going to be both together. And I can do that because God's gifted me that way. And that's the only way I can work and is the way that he's gifted me. So, yeah, that's what I love about the Enneagram is it gives us the freedom to live into who we are and who God has made us to be. Yeah. And God has made you that way. And I, I have felt threes and sevens are like kindred spirits sometimes. Yes. Yes. And I have felt the same where for, there were a lot of years where anytime there was like a, a meme about being extra, like people would send it to me. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm like, I'm loud and I'm a lot and I'm extra and I like glitter mm -hmm. and all the things and sparkle mm -hmm. and like, you know, I want my clothes to stand out and like all the things. Yeah. But it took me a while because for a while I thought I had to tamper that down. And I mm, literally yes, had so so. not only thoughts, but also conversations with people that were like, you, people are not going to take you seriously. They're not going to hear what you have to say. And like, you have good things to say, but they're not going to hear it because of all of this is so loud and so much. Mm. And I really struggled with that for a while. And yeah. I had to get to the place. Thank you. Enneagram where I was like, no, that's not, that's just not true. Like, yeah, God made me this way for a reason. And this is the voice and the packaging that some people are going to need in yeah. order to hear yeah. him. For sure. I actually had a point in my life where um, it was a very hard season that my husband and I went through where someone um, had come to him and threatened his job if I did not back down and I was not oh quiet and the gosh. submissive, like mm. in the background, pastor's wife. And it shook me. I mean, nothing I will shake you more than your husband's job being held over his head for your behavior. And right. um, the Lord had to do a lot of work because I went into hiding. Like everything I wore or said or did or posted oh. online, like I filtered through him because I was like, is this okay? Like, is this is all, yeah. all right? Like, I don't want to be too much. I don't want to cause any problems. Um, and a lot of work went into that. There was a lot of healing and restoration. I mean, I went to counseling for it because I think the deep root of it went to, there was something wrong with me. That's what I thought. Right. I thought, why am I acting like this? What is the deal? And it made me question, is this Brittany focused or is this Jesus focused? And I had to realize if I feel like everything I'm doing, if I'm doing it and the Lord is smiling, then I'm going to answer it back with a yes. Like I can't help how you see it because I'm not answering to you. And my yeah. husband, I always ask him, I'm like, we're good with how I am. Right. Because I, I want to honor him. Sure. My check and balance, but he has never had an issue with any of that stuff. Um, there are people who come to me and say, I didn't feel comfortable in this room until I saw your pink hair and your tattoos. Mm -hmm. And the reality is our world is broken. Nobody comes into this place looking pristine or fantastic or all put together. They may on the outside, but there's broken pieces on the inside. Mm -hmm. And they need yeah. to see someone else who looks like them for them to feel comfortable to shed that skin and be like, okay, this is what I'm working with. Let's see what God can do with it. And I've just come to the point that I'm going to be it, that crazy person. If you think I can only go two levels deep, that's fine. 
Maybe that's what you need to receive from me. We're going to go 15 down and that's, that's good for other people, but I can't be all to everyone. I can only be me. And I'm just going to run with that. You know, you're going to hit people differently than I hit people, Kristen. And that's great. I want you to do that because right. I can't reach yes, everyone. Exactly. You know? exactly. It's not, it's not my job, you know, so I'm just going to do right. what I know how to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're not for everybody. And right. that's okay because yes, the person that doesn't want to follow me or follow you or be, you know, a bestie is going to find, hopefully find God somewhere else. And the For people sure. that are leaving other places, cause they're like, I can't with this. Maybe we'll hear him through, you know, one of our year reels or me like laughing at myself in my Instagram story. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah, it's the same. We're giving, I think that when we can show up fully, we give other people people permission to do the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm all and, about and, like shattering the stereotypes and the perceptions. And I'll be the first one to tell you I'm a failure. It's, and it's totally okay. And yeah. I'm not going to have it together and I'm going to look this way. And I want you to show up fully you because I will show up fully me. And if I'm going to do that, then I hope you'll do the same. Right. And that doesn't necessarily have to mean extra. It can mean right. quiet. It can mean very reserved. Like it doesn't have to look the way it does for people like you and I, but for yeah, people to be able my, to live into that. That friend that I was talking about, she is probably the polar opposite of me. And I love mm -hmm. every bit of it, but I will sit and I will listen to every word she says in that quiet authority. And I will gain it all from there. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like we're completely opposite, yeah. but she has so much value in who she is and how she just lets God lead her. Yeah. I love it. What would you say to a woman? So let's, if we've got listeners right now that are like, cool, sounds great. But like, how do I actually do this? What would you say to the women who want to live into their fullest, but either they don't know what that means or who they are, or they don't know how to break out of the box or maybe the, the mask that they've been wearing to be that person? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'd say find me on social media and message me. We can do a lot of work. Um, outside of paid things on coaching outside of that. I'm not in it to make money. I'm in it for women to have freedom, Love. but just look at yourself and say, okay, if I could do this, what would I do? If mm -hmm. I could look at this, what would I do? What are my desires and how am I, how am I on the inside? And I think just sitting and taking stock of that. And then if you think of, man, I really like, let's just take me, man, I really love pink hair. If automatically I think of the negative that I think someone would say, is that, is that a voice that I'm allowing to speak into my life? Is that valid? Is that not? Is that from the mm -hmm. Lord? Is that not? It takes work. Like it's not all of a sudden you're going to hear this podcast and you're going to say, oh, yes, freedom. <laughs> you know, like I'm going right. to fully me. It takes that continual checking. Who, who are you allowing to speak into that? What truth is being said? If you're going to say something about yourself that does not align with the word of God, you know, like you answer back in Jesus name with what you say, and it doesn't sound correct, then it's probably wrong. And you have to break yeah. down those strongholds one at a time. That's actually what I'm writing my book on. How do you flip the script from what's the Love old it. script to the new script? How do you get there? So it's one little step at a time. And I'm just going to be honest with you, that first step or that first 45 steps are going to be super hard because you're going to show up as yourself. And other people may not like it one, because it's not going to be how they use, how they used to see you, or they may not like the new you in general, but that's okay. Like, yeah, that's all right. You can only be who you are. And I think until you actually 
truly rest in that, you're not even going to be settled and happy. And let me push it a little further. I think the Lord is not going to use you in the ways or fully like he wants to until you truly step into that. Because fighting that, like me trying to fight and be just like you, Kristen, the Lord's like, yeah, but, but I actually, like, I, I actually have this path for you, Brittany. If you could just be you, who I created you to be in these areas, with these struggles, with these giftings, with these weaknesses, then we could do this. Yeah. But if you keep trying to do what she's doing, then right. man, that's not what I have for you. These people need you. And I think that's my focus. What it's been is who needs me to show up as me? Mm-hmm. Who, who's out there waiting for that, that person to really be all rainbow in their life. You know, I don't right. know, but um, right. again, taking, I guess taking it off of myself gives me the more freedom to do it. Who needs me to, and if you don't like it, I'm sorry, then click un- unfollow. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that's fine. <laughs> Truly. Well, like you mentioned earlier, we have to ask ourselves, who are we doing this for? Like, who's the audience? Mm-hmm. And I think that is a way to also, at least for me, that, that keeps me humble because for sure. when I am being extra, now that I've been to therapy and have gotten some self-awareness, I can, I can take a, an honest, hard look at myself and go, okay, okay, okay. Why are you doing this behavior? Or why are sure. you making this post? Or why are you even wording it this way? Like I have pretty much every time I write a blog post or even like a Insta blog, you know, if it's a Instagram yeah. caption, that's long. I write it and I draft it and I let it sit there and I might come back later sure. that day or a couple of days later, because I have to look at it as the filter through who am I writing this for? Who am I writing this to? Why am I doing this? Even if I feel like it's something God has given me to say, I can still insert myself, you know, yeah. inappropriately. Yeah. And that's just my way to check. Like, all right, am I, am I being extra here because I'm feeling lonely and I need attention Am I doing this because I want that follower number to grow? Am I doing this to try to like stir up something or am I doing this purely to deliver what God has given me to deliver as I am and, you know, in my voice? 100%. Yeah. Oh yeah. I do the same thing. Same thing. You posted a story recently. I want you to tell it about the guy. Do you remember this? The critic, the guy who like commented on your um, yes. Instagram. What did he tell you? He said, did he tell you to get off the internet? Is that what it was? Yeah. He said, Please you need tell to get story. off the internet. Yeah. So I did a reels. It was silly. I think the reels I did was actually encouraging people to get up, like who had fallen down. It was an audio that I had voiced over or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and I was telling you, you know, get up. Like, this is not your time to be down. That's what the devil wants. You need to get up, you know? Um, it was just something silly. And yeah. he wrote on there, please get off the internet. Oh my gosh. And I, I read the comment and I thought, okay, I have a couple of options. I could ignore it, which I do sometimes. There uh-huh. have been times, especially in when reels go viral, that's when the trolls come. Uh-huh. Um, and I had a friend say, you've really made it when the trolls come. And I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I was like, why'd you take this long to come, guys? I got a lot right. of content for you I've to been here. There's so much mess. <laughs> Just keep scrolling. <laughs> right, right, right. This is the thing you have an issue with? Okay. Um, and I was like, I could ignore it mm-hmm. or um, delete it mm-hmm. or I could answer back negatively. And I just decided mm-hmm. to say, I'm sorry you feel that way. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just was going to reply because anyone else could see the comment. So I didn't want them to fight sure. my battles. I don't, yep. I don't need you to jump into it. It's yep. not a big deal. I'm not offended by it. 
Um, that comment, I wasn't, there are times where I do get offended by it. I'm like, mm-hmm. why? Um, but the craziest thing happened, literally I posted that and I posted my comment in the stories. And then a couple minutes later, the guy replied back and said, I'm sorry that came across harshly. I was just joking. I apologize. And I thought, what the heck? (laughs) This troll just apologized. (laughs) Right. And he didn't even mean to be a troll. Like he thought he was being funny and it didn't translate. Yeah. I know. And I was like, well, first of all, watch your words. And that's when I replied back, I was like, dude, I totally understand. Like I'm learning that our words have power. We choose life Mm -hmm. and death and what we say. Yeah. Like I get it. I'm I'm in that struggle too, because I didn't want to be like, that's right. You apologize. But I also want to be like, I, even me, I struggle with the things that I say. I don't know how people are going to take it, but if I find out that what I say offends somebody, then I'm going to stop and apologize for it. Mm -hmm. And I thought, how cool is that, that he stopped and apologized? Like we assume the worst in people, especially online when trolls come out, preach it. And we, right. We assume that they're out to get us. The internet is bad. And I thought, no guys, listen, like they are still good. They're still real people trying to make it, just seeing and doing things. Maybe they were trying to be rude in that one moment, but how you treat them will decide how they act in the future. And I can only control my reaction. So my reaction may have spurred him on to apologize, or maybe he already felt bad or didn't realize it was perceived rude. But if I would have goaded him and gone in further and been rude, he was going to answer back rudely. And I thought people are still good. Like there is Mm. still hope. We don't need to count anyone out. This place that we have on the internet is not a horrible place. What you do with it is how it turns out to be. And I'm yeah. going to keep my space the best way I know how. And I'm going to be positive and I'm going to point you to Jesus and you're going to find hope. You're going to find joy and you're going to find freedom. That's what you can count on. Yep. Yeah. I love it that you said, you know, how we, how we look at other people. It is such a choice an active choice that we have to make over and over and over again to believe the best about people even yeah. now. And sometimes they do come. Sometimes the do the trolls do come to, <laughs> to hurt us and right. to be rude. But even in those, cause I've had some too, where I try to respond once like in grace and sure. humility sure. and like, you're welcome here and blah, blah. And then when they keep on, that's when you just stop giving them things to respond to. Exactly. For but sure. even in those moments, we can choose to go, oh, this person is just blah, blah, blah. Or we can actively choose to believe the best about them. Even if all that means is like, man, gosh, I can really see the pain behind this person. I really mm-hmm. see the church hurt that they're coming from, or I can really see that this triggered something in them that they're now reacting out of. It doesn't mean that we have to try to like win them over. That's not our right, job. Yeah. Right. But the way we respond is another way that we can show people Jesus, the way we respond in yes. grace and choosing to believe the best. Um, yeah. I just love that story so much. <laughs> it's so <laughs> well, I, much. what I've been, what I've been learning is I want to see people through Jesus's eyes. And I think we, we say that that's been a, you know, a cliche phrase through the Christian culture, but what if I saw them as he loved them because even if they meant the worst for you and they were attacking you, the Lord saw so much worth in their life that he sent his son for them too. And that's the only way that I need to see them. It is not my job to be their judge, their critic, or their executioner. None of those things. That is not my job. My job 
is to see them as he sees them. And if I truly love them, then I care about them and how they are. And if I truly love them, I don't have to worry about being the authority over their life. Yeah, I'm gonna let the Lord take care of that, but I don't wanna be the person that causes them to turn from the Lord. Right. I don't want to be the person that they're like, oh, that's what a Christian looks like. Uh-huh. No. Yeah, That's not my job. Yeah, so I'm working on, let me just love you. How about I do that? And genuinely love you and wanna honor you as a person. Yep. And you can take it or you can go, but we can only control yeah. ourselves, our words, our actions. Exactly. For sure. So it, it doesn't always happen this way. I know. And I, I love that you mentioned earlier too, that you have bad days because I'm sure that someone would look at your feed or mine and be like, Oh my gosh. I've, I mean, I've had people tell me this, your life is perfect. Everything is happy and blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, dig a little bit farther because right, right, yeah. without bearing every single thing, I do try to be real. And I do try to be authentic and say like, you know, I'm not perfect and my life is not perfect. And let me go on an Instagram story without makeup on so that, you know, like I have a real face. And, you know, <laughs> it's really there. Right. Things aren't always perfect. So what do you do? Like when you get criticism that really cuts deep or you're feeling discouraged, like how do you keep going? Are there certain people that you look to? I know you've got your one friend. What else do you do? Um, I do have people that I go to um, outside of obviously the Lord and spending time yeah. with him. I think when I hit those spirals, I go to my safe people. I think that's very important to have safe people um, that can make you brave, can help you, remind you of your worth, um, remind you of who you are and what God has called you to be. Um, those people I allow to speak into my life because we've done the deep, hard, dirty work. They know what's really there. They know who I really am. So I trust that they know how to speak into that. Um, and so there's only a few people who I allow in that very inner circle. Um, then I also, I want to be vulnerable with people on the outside because I don't want you to ever think that I have my life all the way together. I'm a hot mess and a half mm -hmm. and <laughs> good days and a bad days. Like I'm going to tell you where I go to for hope on the bad days, but I'm going to show you the good days too. So, you know, it's not always the bad. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of unplug from the things that are stressing me at the moment. So if it's social media and I'm discouraged, I'm just like, fine guess what? The world will go on without me today. Right. So I can step away from that and I can be just fine. And maybe I need a rest and a snack, <laughs> you know, like Elijah. Yep. <laughs> and I know I need the Lord. And so I'm just going to let him refuel and redirect me. And that's usually where my discouragement comes from is I've spun out of, I feel like I need to be in control. And the Lord's like, mm, but that's not how I told you it would be <laughs> like that. Yeah. This is the problem. Um, and so I just have to kind of step back and, and, and read my Bible and pray. I always listen to worship music. That's kind of my go-to if I need out of this moment. And usually like I'll hit, I have a few go-to songs and I'm like, yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> About, boxing in my room. Like, all right, let's do this. I can tackle, can tackle the day again. Kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> I love it. What's one of your favorite songs or who are you listening to right now? Um, I love rattle. Uh, okay. And I love, oh my goodness, what's another one? Uh, Father's House by Corey Asbury. Love that one okay. yep. too. Um, let's see. Gosh, I'm trying to think of what's another one I listen to. Anyway. I don't know. Oh, your playlist. I, yeah. It Is Well by Bethel. I love that one too. Oh um, my gosh. That one. Have you ever heard It Is Well by Tori Kelly? No. Listen. Oh, 
listen to Tori Kelly's version. Okay. Like I've already, okay. this is morbid, but I've already told my husband, I'm like, play this at my funeral because holy moly, like really? it's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Let's just go dark for one second. Speaking of funerals, um, yes. we had a friend pass not too long ago. We were talking about funerals and I said, I want when the saints go marching in with a full band playing at my funeral, like at the end. And I want it like, we're going to not wear black. We're going to wear pink or any bright uh -huh. color because there ain't no time for that. I know we're sad I'm gone, but hallelujah, where am I? And so I just want to be like, oh, when the saints go marching <laughs> in. <laughs> you do that. I will have confetti cannons. Yes, <laughs> confetti just... cannons. I know. That's that. what we will do. <laughs> All about that. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, I could talk to you forever, but last question. I okay. want to know what is your favorite thing about yourself? Um, okay. My favorite thing about myself, I think, um, truthfully, I think that the fun, I like the extra. I've, I think I've grown to like that. I think mm -hmm. that Anytime I'm in any atmosphere or things like that, I can always bring the fun and the the whatever. And I, I'm sure that's an Enneagram thing. Obviously, sevens are always looking for the fun and stuff. But mm -hmm. I like that. I like that I don't have to look into a situation and think, what are the 14,000 steps we have to complete before this is done? Or we have to charge yeah. and complete and do and all this. I'm like, well, what if we could do it like this? Could it be fun? Could it be like this? Or oh, this task stinks. It's so long and hard. Oh, we could do it like this and it'd be fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I like that I'm fun. I really do. And I think, um, I think my second favorite thing is I like that I genuinely love people. And um, I, I think I found that I love that about myself because it bothers me when I feel like people use other people or yeah. make you feel for a hot second that you matter. Um, I really want to know. There's a hidden and, agenda. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. um, I think that bothers me so much because I do genuinely, like, I want to love you. So I think those are probably my favorite things outside of my pink hair. Well, let's say that. That's so good. So I, I also want to tell you my favorite thing about you. And it is oh. very, very similar. It's very similar. I mean, like I said, at the, at the beginning of our conversation, I love your feed. I love your personality. It is so like sunshine. And I think that people just need that. People need yeah. to know it's okay to not only be themselves, but it's okay to laugh and it's okay to yeah. take a breath and breathe and just, you know, have fun. Um, but I did want to tell you, I, uh, recently was, um, I was going to say I was recently with Annie F Downs on her tour, but what I mean by that is I recently, I mean, dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> I think she and I would be best friends if we ever met. And so I'm like, Lord, let it be the three of us. Come on, Annie. We know you're right. <laughs> Yeah, but recently when I attended her tour and I was not on the stage, but I was sitting in the seats, she was talking about confetti in a card. You know, like you put confetti in your bestie bags and yeah. um, she puts them in cards and she was telling this story and she said how, that's how fun it is. That it's like confetti in a card that you can't get away from it. You know, like once it explodes, you can't get away from it, but then also it affects you because it's always hanging around. And that is why I think you are in like the best possible way. I think that once people kind of get a taste of you at first, they might be like, oh my gosh, this is taking and loud and it's yes. so much. But I also think that you hang with people and I think that you kind of stick with them and you affect them. And so I just really love that about, about your personality and all that you're doing. I love that. Thank you so much. <laughs> Listen, so 
speaking of confetti, I have, you know how people like have champagne and they stick in the fridge when big things happen or whatever. I have a confetti cannon on my uh, bookshelf that's marked book deal. So the moment I get a book deal, we're going to be like, pop I the confetti. So much. <laughs> oh my gosh. And now I'm going to buy confetti thing. cannons for all kinds of things and just put labels on them. <laughs> I actually stole that idea from Annie Downs because she says, I always have a drawer full of confetti. Some at home, uh, like confetti cannons or at work because you never know when you need to celebrate. And I was like, that is very true. I'm yes. going to have confetti cannons. <laughs> I love it so, so much. Oh, yeah. Well, you have been truly a delight. Where can people find you? Um, you can find me on uh, Facebook or Instagram or Twitter at Estes or BrittanyEstes.com from my website. Awesome. And we have that book coming up soon in the fall. I can't believe it. I can't wait. Yes. We're hoping for a book deal in fall. I'm going to believe the Lord and I'd rather look like a fool believing him than not believing him. So yes. Awesome. Well, we're cheering you on. Thank you so, so much for your time. Yeah. Thanks for having me. (laughs) You too. All right, Vinny. Well, (laughs) you and I have already been talking about doing reels. And so if you, if you help me out, give me the knowledge. I think Brittany inspired me. Maybe I'll start and I'll try this. We'll see. Just find a catchy tune and, you know, prop the phone up and just go for it. You know, whatever you're feeling in the moment, you got this. (laughs) Yeah. I'm already used to laughing at myself and making fun of myself on Instagram. So, I mean, I feel like this is just taking it to the next level. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe your first Maybe your first reel should just be your, your bloopers of you trying to make a reel. Like, <laughs> the music's all off and nothing yeah. lines up. And then I'm like, guys, why isn't this going viral? Your hands are just in the screen, like touching all the buttons. Like, wait, why is this? Yeah, I think that needs to be your first reel, honestly. Guys, make sure you follow me at Kristen Mockler Young <laughs> on Instagram. You can also search for Turning the Gem. Apparently these reels are going to be epic. So you don't want to miss it. Definitely. Um, And if you're enjoying the podcast, like always, like, share, and subscribe it. And um, tag Kristen on Instagram. Maybe send Kristen your favorite reel or like person. Maybe send Kristen your favorite person who makes reels and uh, she can get some inspiration or something. Yes, yes. Tell me how this works. Send me some (laughs) to copy. Isn't that what you do? You just copy other people pretty much? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I think you you can get a start with that for sure. All right, good deal. Got this. I have faith in you. But thank you guys for listening. We'll be back uh, for another episode next week. So Kristen, thank you. And I hope you have a good day. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye, guys.